settling is not an option for me. Everything I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? Because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today we are talking about making space. We are talking about letting go and releasing the things out of your life that are overstaying their welcome. We're talking about shifting your energy to attract everything you want, to receive everything you want, to gain the most self-love possible, and to really just declutter. Declutter things, people, memories, negative thoughts, arguments, just de-freaking-clutter. But before we get into that, I do want to share an announcement. So as you all may know, I do have a texting platform through Hey Daily. And the link is always to that in my show notes. I usually have an ad running in my podcast and it's typically $19.99 a month. It's like really the full price was $49.99 a month, but I had my For the Girls discount code to make it $30 off. So it was, you know, about $20 a month for you guys. And what I was doing through that is sending five texts a week. So I was doing like Monday mantra was really like long you know things that I fully typed out kind of like blogs then I was doing tip Tuesday which would give you like a specific tangible tip and like things that you can implement and do and you know just to level up your confidence uh Wednesday was a Q&A day so I was like what would Vic do Wednesday you guys could ask me anything and I would answer your questions there Thursday was transformative Thursday which was a journal um worksheet things that I would create for you guys specifically and make them like on Canva then send you you know journal worksheets to fill out and Friday is for the girls Friday which is a exclusive mini podcast episode via voice note and it's been great but I have to say it's been a lot of work I spend a lot of hours a week doing that imagine those five texts a week are every week in the middle of me doing all the things that I do for work granted it's it was my own choice and it was my own decision to take on that workload and I wanted it to be you know like really 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 value packed and really well planned and well worth everyone's you know time and money and then now last week I finally launched Vixen. Vixen the label if you guys don't know if you didn't listen to last week's episode from October 10th Vixen the label is officially live it's gorgeous it's amazing and I would love for you all to support and check it out. Anyway with that launch I'm like holy shit I literally cannot make the time right now to do all these extra things because to put in all of the amount of hours that I was putting in for, you know, the Hey Daily texting, the confidence club is what I've been calling it, um, means sacrificing time from Vixen, which means slower delivery rate for my clients because I'm packaging up the orders later than I could because I'm making the texts and things like that and you know that's just not something that I'm willing to do I'm not willing to compromise the integrity and quality of Vix in the label and then what I you know then I was thinking okay what do I do about the confidence club what do I do about these texts like I don't want to cancel it I've done it for three months and you know I don't want to just start something and stop it that's not cool but you know I'm I'm in complete control of everything. I'm in complete control of my prices. I'm in complete control of what I put out. And so I came to the decision that I am going to do basically half the work, half the content. Therefore, I made it now half the price, which I think is going to be exciting for some of you because it like I said it was $20 a month, $19.99 a month for those 5 texts a week. And what I'm going to do now is I'm really just going to focus on voice notes and I'm going to be doing voice notes once or twice a week. Um, So you're going to get anywhere from five to ten like mini exclusive podcast episodes of For the Girls um, per month. And yeah, I'm going to make it $9.99. So it's half the price and half the amount of content. And there's still the Facebook group. So if anyone does join now, you actually will get access to almost everything I've ever put out because I know the Monday mantra, Tip Tuesdays, and What Would Vic Do Wednesdays, I haven't put on the Facebook group. I might be able to go back into my old like Hey Daily posts and upload them now. However, on the Facebook group, I do have 
all of the transformative Thursday worksheets and I do have all of the For the Girls Friday mini podcast episode voice notes uploaded there. So anyone who joins now is automatically getting all the former worksheets and automatically getting all the all the former like mini podcast episodes. Um, so yeah, I think that I'm going to just make it more of something like that. Almost like, yeah, just like an exclusive for the girls thing. I'm still going to call it the Confidence Club. I'm still going to have the Facebook group. I am just shifting the type of content and lowering the price. There's no more code. There's no, you don't have to answer any code. It'll automatically be $9.99. And if you are already subscribed, this is important to know too, the price is automatically altered for you. So you don't need to change anything. You don't need to put in a different code. You don't need to cancel and restart. Your $19.99 will automatically now go down to $9.99. So yeah, I think that that'll be a lot more feasible for a lot of you girls um you know it's only ten dollars a month and yeah it's just I wasn't about to compromise the workload like I wasn't going to compromise the efforts that you guys were getting and keeping the price the same so I was just like do I cancel this like it's such a great idea but like like it's a great idea to have this but I can't have this and compromise Vixen so Vixen is the priority and then yeah that solution was just like do less work and lower the price like no one's gonna pay $20 a month for you know two things a week so yeah that all made sense so I'm feeling good about that decision the link is in the show notes of course the link will be in my bio um and yeah I'm excited to get a bunch of you more on board because I'm sure much more of you would be willing to pay $10 a month than $20 a month anyway and yeah so you're gonna get just a bunch of voice notes from me whatever's on my heart whatever's on my mind and yeah, I'm excited to really share those things with you and make it just a little bit more of mini voice note exclusive podcast episodes. Anyway, I think that this kind of ties into today's topic about like decluttering and stuff. Like I had to declutter that workload because it was creating blockages for my mind and for my productivity levels for Vixen in literally only like my launch week, like the busiest week ever of having this business. So I'm just like, okay, I cannot afford to, you know, have blockages right now. So what sentence I really love in this topic is what you lose when you gain self-love is actually just the universe decluttering and making space for what better suits you. So four years ago, I had started working one-on-one with my own like healer and intuitive coach, Janet Namaste. I have two podcast episodes with her. If you haven't listened, check them out. And one of the first things that she ever taught me when I started working with her was the importance of decluttering. Declutter your emails, texts, photo album, car, cabinets, closets, drawers, desks, storage, refrigerator, pantry, work folders, notes, literally anything and everything that could be decluttered. And it was the best thing I could have ever done. It felt like a new beginning. I felt very in control. I felt very aware of myself and my belongings. And since then, I've just made a very natural habit in my life of decluttering. You know, no less important than brushing my teeth in the morning. I mean, I I was just telling my coaching clients when we were talking about this the other day, I my phone storage got full which was crazy because I never have full phone storage because I'm always decluttering texts emails pictures whatever I'm always doing that and so I um I what I did I went into my whatsapp sorry I couldn't think of the word I went into my whatsapp and what I did with WhatsApp was I deleted every chat that I was in except for like the absolute main ones that I use. And then those main ones that I used, I cleared the chat. So I don't know if you guys know that you can do that on WhatsApp. I don't know if everyone here uses WhatsApp, but WhatsApp for me is like a pretty big, um, you know, like app. It had so much storage. So my phone was full at 256 gigabytes. And then I deleted all of the chats except for the main couple. And those main couple that I I kept, I went in. And if you go into a WhatsApp chat, and I'm going to like walk you guys through it. Tap the top of the chat, like tap the title, like the person's name or the group chat name, whatever it is. And then 
scroll all the way down and you'll see it says export chat, clear chat, exit group and report group. So you would just click clear chat. So when I clicked clear chat, my phone storage went all the way down to 149 gigabytes. That was 107 gigabytes from WhatsApp. Clearing my chats and deleting the ones I don't use. 107 gigabytes. I think that's the math. One, 256 it was at and then it went all the way down to 149. I literally was like, oh my God, this is the best thing that I've ever done in my life. That might be dramatic, but it really was like just a very big sigh of relief. And it just felt amazing. And it felt like a weight lifted off my shoulders. And that's what decluttering feels like. Relief, optimism, it just feels good. And when I started decluttering in the first place, when I started getting rid of things and whatever, I realized how many how much nicer my closet looked without all those clothes sitting in there. Oh yeah, well I keep this jacket even though it has tags on it for three years just in case I ever wear it. I keep these photos just in case I'll ever want them. Or I keep these texts just in case I'll ever need receipts. You know, I want to have the proof. I never fucking do. I never, ever, ever do. Um, So when I started doing that, I was like, how have I been living like this? Like how have I not been decluttering sooner? And I really did realize that we do subconsciously hold on to things and people just in case. It's not just about our pantry and our closets and cabinets. It's people, relationships, friendships, memories, arguments, all different things. We, we hold on to the potential. We hold, on, we hold on to options of people. The idea of what something could be. The potential of what someone could be. We romanticize behaviors. We romanticize patterns. We put off becoming our best selves because we know that we'd have to get rid of these things in return. We know what we'd have to get rid of if we want to be our highest self. So we block ourselves from becoming our highest self because we don't want to let go of certain things. We hold back from becoming our most confident, self-respected version of ourselves because we know we can't be her We can't be our most confident, self-respected version of ourselves and also hold on to people and things that she wouldn't allow in her life. If she wouldn't accept it in her life, then how come we keep holding on to it? Why do we keep making that blockage? Our 2.0 self would not hold space for clutter. We have to hold ourselves accountable for the lives that we want for ourselves. We are solely responsible for our true happiness, our peace, and our confidence. No one, and I mean no one, can make us our most divine selves. Some people may bring us happiness. Some people may even be our peace. And yes, some people might unleash our confidence and really bring out the confidence side in us. But what's most important is how permanent those attributes are when we're alone or when those people are no longer there for us or are no longer able to support us. What happens if the person who brings us happiness or the person who brings us peace or the person who makes us confident, what happens if they're gone And we relied on them to be happy, to be at peace, and to feel confident. Now all of a sudden, we are not any of those things. It is our job to remain these things. We must take our job serious. We must allow the universe to make space for what better suits us. If a partner cheats, let him go. If a friend gaslights you, let her go. If someone makes you feel like you are beneath them, Rise above them and remove them. Release. Bless and release. If you are faced with a situation that doesn't serve you for the greater good, let it go. Bless and release. If anyone or anything holds you back from being your happiest, most peaceful, most confident and divine self, declutter them from your life. I know. 
I know it is easy to hold others responsible for the things that we don't want to feel. I know that it's really easy to say they make me feel insecure. They make me feel unwanted. They make me feel invalidated. It's easy to put the blame on them. I'm sad, I'm hurt, and I'm confused because of them. But it's only possible for the actions or words of people to make us feel this way if we don't have our self-love or self-esteem rooted deep enough. Okay? So we have to take our job so seriously in being so firm in, like I said, our happiness, our peace, our confidence, our self-love, our self-esteem, our self-respect, that even those the worst people... They can't actually make us feel insecure, unwanted, invalidated, sad, hurt, confused. They can try. They can try to hurt you. They can try to upset you. They can try to invalidate you. They can try to dull your shine and make you feel insecure. But the only reason why you would actually feel it is if you're not confident enough or deeply rooted enough in your self-love or your self-esteem. So you want to get to a place where you are unshakable. You want to get to a place where you cannot be thrown off course by someone else's actions or someone else's words because your roots are deep enough and strong enough. Do you understand what I'm saying? So many people rely way too much on other people or need way too much external validation or or can't be alone and can't be single, whatever the case is. And then when they have to let someone go, they don't even they're so thrown off course. They don't even know what to do with themselves. Or when someone that that was a close friend, um, you know, treats you bad or whatever their actions or words, you know, attack you. It shouldn't even shake you if you are really, truly, divinely strong in, you know, yourself. Other than that, I want to talk about singleness and the space of a partner. And I want to share with you all a story, a personal story. You may have seen this on my Instagram story. But, um, yeah, I'm going to read this to you. So, I'm going to read it to you straight as if... I. Like straight typed off my story. So this was on September 28th. So this was a couple weeks ago. And I'm going to read it to you like I said from the story. But then after I read it I'm going to like talk about it in real time right now. From like what the experience was like. So just bear with me. So September 28th 9.05am. I couldn't sleep last night because God kept trying to talk to me in my head and sending me a message. My thoughts were consuming me no matter how hard I would try to fall asleep. I was blasting the volume on my brown noise, which is what I listened to to help me fall asleep, to overpower what was happening in my head. But he's a stubborn man and he was going to get his way. There was no fighting it. I finally gave in and just started typing away at what he was putting on my heart. And it all came out so quickly. It was at... It was as if it was just sitting there waiting to be poured out of me. But keep in mind, I hadn't even been thinking about this at all until all of a sudden at nearly 2 a.m. when it came to me. Then the thought was so overwhelming, it was as if I had no choice but to accept it all at once. I was typing it out like, all right, all right, all right, I get it, lol. As soon as I released my thoughts, I fell asleep instantly. No more tossing and turning. Anyways, of course it wasn't my intention to share. I typed from the heart and it's personal. But then of course he was back this morning when I woke up letting me know someone else needs to understand this too. This message wasn't only for me. So I think he came to me last night not only to talk to me, but also to talk through me to others in hopes that I would help someone else who needs it. So please don't judge. I just feel really called to share what was on my heart for whoever might resonate today. So I said that at 9.05 a.m. And these are the things that I typed out at 1.48 a.m. So technically that same day. It was like the night before, like September 27th. But it was after midnight. So it was September 28th at 1.48 a.m. I typed this. 
It's actually crazy how the power of prayer or manifestation or whatever spiritual guide you choose is. When I was younger, I didn't understand that we can literally ask God or the universe for whatever we want and we will receive it. When someone or something exciting would enter my life, I'd always let my expectations precede the reality and I would fixate on what something could be or could turn into. I lived for the potential. Now whenever I'm presented with a situation that might have potential to be something relevant or important in my life, I ask God to remove it quickly if it's not for me. God, please don't let me see the potential. Show me what it is in black and white. Don't let me romanticize situations and place expectations on them before seeing it at face value. I find more and more that he removes people and situations from my life just as quickly as they enter. They come and then they go. I get one step closer and then two steps back. One might get angry over this, but I believe in abundance and I refuse to see it that way from a scarcity mindset. One might develop trust issues because of this and tell themselves they can't rely on anyone because people always leave or they can't put their faith in something to work out because nothing ever lasts. But my prayers keep getting answered so quickly and prove that he is so scarily present. So much so that my faith has no choice but to keep growing. And so every time something doesn't work out, I have no choice but to thank God for removing what isn't for me and making space in my life so I can rely on someone who is for me. And I can put my faith in something to work out because when it is for me, it will last. God, I appreciate all the work you are doing for me. It might not make sense to others, but it makes complete sense to me. I trust why you are keeping this space open. Please continue to keep this space open until it can be completely and faithfully fulfilled. Please never fill up this space with a body only for it to still have void in the soul. Okay, now I know that was a lot. And you might not be religious, but that's why I started off that note even saying that because I... I, I honestly just typed from the heart out of nowhere at nearly 2 a.m. And it's funny that I did type it as if people were going to read it because I would have normally just addressed only God. But you see how I started it? I said, it's funny how or it's crazy how powerful God or the universe or whatever your spiritual guide is. But I didn't intend on anyone to ever read this or hear this. I just typed it as God called on me to type it. And then I went to bed and then I let it go. And then when I woke up in the morning, he was back, like I said. And I just felt it and I felt so called to share it. And the fact that I shared it and had written, you know, like any any spiritual guide you choose. Like it's just funny because it's almost as if, yeah, when he was talking to me and telling me what to write, he knew other people would hear this. So I guess that's why I addressed, you know, other things there um but anyway this like I said it wasn't something I even was thinking about consciously or mindfully it literally hit me at 1 30 in the morning whatever time it hit me and I just couldn't sleep and it no it hit me probably around midnight because then I was up for almost two hours tossing and turning like I said I was blasting my brown noise to try to drown out my thoughts And yeah, nearly two hours later, I just gave in and I gave up and I just said, oh my gosh, okay, here I go. Let me just type it out. And it's funny because guys, I passed out right after I typed that all. And it was like a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. And I just felt so much clarity and I felt so good. And I finally got tired and relaxed and calm and I just went to bed. Anyway... What I want to highlight from that is how I was talking about God keeping space and making the space for the right person for me. 
Okay, girls, let's take a quick break. If you're ready to invest in yourself and do the work to become the highest version of you, now's the time to inquire about private confidence coaching with me. I'm a mentor for women who want to raise the bar, and I work one-on-one with my clients through 8- and 12-week coaching programs. I help women go from settling to believing they can have it all. My mission is to show you how to trust in yourself, embody confidence through every challenge, and genuinely believe the life of your dreams is possible for you. No fake until you make it included. My goal is to give you the tools to strengthen your mindset, improve your self-awareness and self-esteem, and live consciously. If you are ready to commit to life-changing growth, then my program is for you. So how does it all work? First, you must inquire by filling out the form in the show notes. I handpick my clients based on their submission. So if yours is approved, I will be reaching out to offer a 15-minute intro call to discuss the program in detail, the pricing, and see how I can best serve you. From then, you can expect weekly 60-minute one-on-one Zoom calls, affirmations and homework for your needs and your goals, weekly or bi-weekly accountability check-ins, unlimited messenger support during office hours, and much more. My clients' testimonials share that they have seen results as early as their first session. All you need to do is be willing and able to invest in yourself spiritually, financially, and mentally to become the best version of you. So again, the link is in the show notes to inquire. But if you're not ready to make that investment, but you still want exclusive content from me, then join me in the Confidence Club, a members-only platform that sends content from me, including exclusive mini episodes of For the Girls. I created a monthly subscription platform to build a community of people seeking personal development resources and training at an affordable price, and it's all sent straight to your text inbox. Subscribers will also have access to the Confidence Club exclusive Facebook group to connect and interact daily. And best of all, the membership is now only $9.99 per month. You'll head to hdly dot me forward slash victoria or to make matters easier just find the link in the show notes and you can join there subscribers can cancel at any time and are not locked into a commitment so again check out the show notes or even the link in my social media bios to inquire about private coaching or to join the confidence club now let's get back to the episode and like i said in that message some people might get angry about this that people come and go some people might develop trust issues oh i can't trust everyone anyone because everyone always leaves i can't trust anything to work out because nothing ever does i can't trust this or i don't believe people have good intentions because people come in my life with bad intentions and then they go and for me i I, my faith just gets stronger and my mindset is so abundant that i'm like oh he's bringing this person into my life so that I could realize more and more what I don't want and what I do want. And so now he's going to remove that person and then I'm going to have the space for the right person. And then it happens again and again and again. And I'm okay with that because I'd rather the space be fulfilled faithfully with a true soul, not just a body. Don't just fill it physically. I don't just need a man. I don't just need a boyfriend. I don't just want someone to be in my life. If, so, if someone's going to be in my life, they better be the person. They better be the one. He better be my man. He better want to marry me and have my children and, or want me to have his children rather. He wants to, me to be the mother of his children. And he better be ready to devote himself to me and commit to me and be obsessed with me and be loyal to me and not be afraid of telling me how he feels. He better be ready to you know become my partner. Why would I want a, a body to take up this space? I've had plenty of bodies, physical people there taking up the space, wasting the space. And yeah, when I've romanticized things in the past, it was hard to let them go. I think about an ex that was just the worst. And in that moment, I didn't even think he was that bad. Because we had fun together and he was funny and he was attractive and 
he was cool and people liked him and we had a good friendship and whatever. And then when I looked back on it, you know, after I finally gained clarity and unromanticized my thoughts, I'm like, he was the worst. Thank God I've let this go. Thank God I came to this realization. Because if I didn't come to this realization, it would be impossible for me to remove that blockage and let better people in. I would be holding on to the potential of someone or the thought of someone. And luckily, I was able to finally declutter those thoughts and those feelings. And then, yeah, better people came into my life and better things came into my life. And, you know, letting go just gives you power. You become a much more powerful person in your confidence and self-love and self-respect when you gain that clarity, when you unromanticize those thoughts. But you're never going to unromanticize thoughts. You're never going to gain clarity. You're never going to feel powerful until you really let go of the things you don't need in your life. When you do let go, you're going to release doubt, fear, worries. You're going to stop overthinking because you're going to be at peace. And when you're at peace, you're not sitting around worried all all day or having all these fears and worries and overthinking about everything. You know, one of my clients said to me, but how do I know the difference between overthinking and just, you know, having a self-fulfilling prophecy versus Having like my intuition tell me, you know, oh, this person really isn't for for you. So trust your gut. And I think this might, what I'm about to say might not be the most helpful. But I think that you just know. Because I think that if you live consciously, I think that if you live a mindful life. And I think that if you live a self-aware life, then you know When your overthinking comes from really nothing of substance, it just comes out of nowhere because of, you know, like trauma or insecurity versus when there's an energetic transfer that doesn't feel good. You know, like I I can think about times where I was overthinking something so much so that, yeah, it was a self-fulfilling prophecy because I manifested a negative outcome but it's because I kept saying this will never work or like I know this isn't going to be or oh he's he's not I'm, whatever he's not talking to me enough or what whatever it was like there was really no substance to those claims it was just me in my own head convincing myself of all these things and I had no real reason to think them I was just overthinking it fr- from my own insecurity but my intuition is never wrong like my gut is always right and it usually comes from an energetic transfer so like for an example I could think of two guys who like they're they I was supposed to have dates with and they both canceled and up until this energetic transfer that I just could feel it I never thought anything of it we had great conversations they were great guys I'm like wow I'm optimistic about this I feel great about this I felt total peace totally calm totally accepting uh, accepting of it I never felt like one was too good for me or I was too good for them I, I felt like we were on the same page everything felt great there was no overthinking until for both of them legit the day before all of a sudden the day before the dates I could just sense the energy in the way that they were speaking, in the urgency that they were speaking, or I should say lack thereof urgency that they were speaking, you know, to go from having really high vibrational energy and attitudes to being lower vibrational energy and attitudes to going from texting me as soon as they wake up in the morning and being, you know, like nice throughout the day to barely responding at all like it was just obvious a very obvious shift in energy and as soon as I felt that I'm like okay these dates are not gonna happen I literally knew that these dates were not gonna happen um yeah I can't even give you all the tangibles but there were so many little 
drops of evidence and little things that happened throughout the like 24 to 48 hours that I was just like, mm, this isn't, this is off. This doesn't feel right. And I felt it in my gut. I physically could feel it in my gut. It wasn't coming from a place of anxiety because overthinking comes from anxiousness in the brain, in the head, and you're just all in your head. And you just, you don't even know why you think the things that you think. It's really just doubt, fear, and worries. But with these guys, there was no fear. There was no worries. I didn't even feel doubt. I was sure that these dates weren't going to happen. I just knew that it was going to happen in my gut. I physically felt it in my stomach. And my intuition was right. They both ended up canceling on me. Um, And I was just like, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. So for me, I feel like, yeah, like, again, I don't know if that's the most helpful or most tangible, but one comes from the gut and one comes from the head. One comes from a place of anxiety and fear and the other comes from a place of just acceptance and energetic frequencies and self-awareness and social awareness and just saying, yeah, this is off, you know, this is off. Um, But yeah, other than that, I mean, letting go in general just feels calm and it feels like internal healing and it feels like I've finally removed blockages that disrupt my divine happiness. And I just feel good. Like there's no, like I just, when when I've really let things go, things just don't bother me as much. I don't have to give, you know, a certain response or reaction the way I used to. You know, I think that's a big thing about internal healing and true acceptance, like, I was thinking the other day about how, you know, a while ago I was on reality TV. And obviously when you're on reality TV, they edit the shit out of things. And everything is not exactly what it, what it was. And, you know, I was 22 years old. This was five years ago. And I wasn't at true internal healing or true in, in uh, tr- sorry, true acceptance. So... I felt the need to really defend myself and I had to give responses and I was, you know, arguing with people on Twitter and I made like an hour long YouTube video to explain the reality and say, well, this was edited this way and this actually was that way. And I just really needed to give that response and reaction to explain myself. And now, I mean, I think of how many times now I um, have had people say the wrong thing or judge me or you know lie about me or whatever and I'm just like so what so what I don't clear up rumors about me I don't clear up misjudgment about me you ever see that that meme that's like I don't clear up rumors anymore if y'all say I smoke crack then sure I smoke crack that's literally me if you guys say I smoke crack sure I do you're right honestly say it again I you're 100% correct um And there's the other one that's like, I don't care what you heard about me. You could go hear it again for all I care. (laughs) That's another one that came up in my head just now. Anyway, yeah, it's just like shit I would never do now. You know, I would never feel the need to explain myself, defend myself, all of that. And so, yeah, letting go just really feels like that. Releasing doubt, fear, and worries. Stopping overthinking. Removing blockages that disrupt divine happiness. Internal healing. True acceptance. Peace, calmness, quiet reactions, quiet responses, or silent, completely silent, not even quiet, silent. It feels like clarity. It feels like unromanticizing your thoughts. And it feels fucking powerful. So be okay with there being empty spaces for a little bit when you have to let things go, when you have to let people go. You might look at the closet and say, oh my God, now my closet's empty. I got rid of all those clothes. It's fine. Much more beautiful clothes are on their way. You might look at your inbox and say, oh my God, now I have no text. It's fine. Better conversations are on their way. You might look to the side of you at a a wedding and see, you know, that your seat is empty. The seat next to you is empty and everyone else has a date and you're watching your friends get married and you might say, oh my God, I have no date. I have no partner. It's fine. A better partner is on their way than you've ever had before so let go remove the blockages 
and shift your energy to actually bring in and attract the things you want. Because what we don't realize is that we get in our own way. And for me, over the past few years, I've really gotten out of my own way. And I do find that I am someone who gets pretty much everything I want. And maybe I don't have the guy yet. But for the most part, anything I've ever wanted, I got. You know, I wanted to do confidence coaching, I got it. I wanted to start fixing the label, I did it. Every apartment I've ever wanted, I got it. I wanted to be on reality TV, I got it. Anything I wanted, I got. I'm very rarely told no. You should actually listen to my podcast episode titled How I Discovered I Was a Master Manifester. Something like that. It's about being a master manifester. If you look back a couple months ago, you'll find that episode. But what I've learned over the years about getting everything I want is that we attract who we are and what we are. And a lot of people don't resonate with the fact that I share my strengths and I project my best qualities A lot of people are so much more comfortable being super modest and never, you know, talking about themselves or sharing their best qualities or projecting their strengths to the world. But for me, by me projecting my best qualities, I've built my whole life. I've built my whole career because I put all of my attention into my strengths. Most people put all of their attention into their weaknesses Or their insecurities. And the thing is, where your focus goes, your energy flows. So where your attention goes, your energy flows. So if you're constantly overthinking, if you're always insecure about certain things, then everyone will know that about you. Everyone will see that about you. Everyone will recognize your weaknesses and recognize your insecurities because you put your focus and attention into it and therefore the energy goes into it however for me I've put all of my focus into the fact that I am good at what I do I'm confident I'm smart I'm a good business sorry excuse me I'm a good businesswoman I'm a good speaker I give great advice. I have a very positive, abundant mindset. I'm realistic. I'm powerful. I'm honest. And because I believe all of these things about myself and put them out there, I started a podcast. I started confidence coaching. I started my daily texting platform, The Confidence Club. I became a content creator. I have my Instagram. I have my TikTok. I started a brand. That's out there. Like everything I've ever done is a byproduct of not being afraid to embrace my best qualities and project them into the world. Even when I meet new people, I'll meet new people and they're like, oh my God, you're such a badass. I'm like, yeah, I am. Isn't that crazy? I know. I agree. So you agree you think you're really pretty (laughs) and guess what my strengths or my confidence in myself never comes from looks ever ever I never think that I'm the best looking in the room I never think that I'm the prettiest in the room but guess what I will get more attention and my energy will be much higher than and I will captivate people more than girls that are even much more beautiful than me because it has nothing to do with looks it has everything to do with your energy and attracting who you are not what you look like so I attract success I attract confidence I attract positivity I attract good experiences I attract supportive people I attract just great things and that's why I get everything I want because I believe that I can have everything I want I've removed those blockages so get out of your own way stop worrying that somebody else is prettier than you who the fuck cares it doesn't even no one would even notice if someone is prettier than you if your energy was brighter than theirs not to say that there should be a competition of of who should get more attention but I'm just saying you're so hyper fixated on them 
And it doesn't even matter because nobody else would be if you weren't internalizing insecurity and exuding insecurity. So, you know, the more positive and the more confident we are, the more of that that we attract. We attract who we are. So that's pretty much everything on that. And now it is time for our Dear Victoria segment. If you guys don't know, at the end of the episodes, I answer a question, scenario, give you advice. You can send over your submissions to victoria.forthegirlspodcast at gmail.com. Now, I will say, I do have a lot of submissions, but some of them are so long, I just can't use them. I'm sorry, guys. Like, I can't have you send me a submission of a nine-year-long timeline, storyline of your relationship, and then, oh, and now this happened and that. It's just too much. I know some of you guys use it as your little, like, therapy vent session just to let it all out, but I can't possibly use something so long on the podcast, so... I mainly focus on the ones that are shorter, sweeter, and straight to the point. Um, Let's get into this one. So, Dear Victoria, help a sister out. First, I want to say I love your podcast. Your energy and advice is always so spot on and is always something I need to hear at that moment, either if it's good or bad. Oh, thank you. So, I guess I am in what you would call a situation ship. I've been seeing this guy for four months now. At first, it was just kind of a hookup thing. We would only hit each other up on the weekends after a night out. Mmm, kinky. We have mutual friends, so since the beginning, it's been something that he, that had to be private. Here recently, I think that was a typo. Okay, recently I was in a car wreck and wasn't able to walk for two weeks. He then took it upon himself to come over to my house for those two weeks and help take care of me. He asked before, of course, but he took care of my dog, cleaned my house, cooked dinner, kept me company, helped me getting in and out of bed, literally anything I needed. Not to mention the first week he called out of work the whole week so I wasn't alone. And of course this made my feelings for him grow more. Just the effort he put in that he didn't have to showed me a lot. So my question to you is, is this something I should be getting excited about? I don't want to think too far ahead of myself or get my hopes up just to be let down. I really do like him but I don't want to waste time or energy if it doesn't go anywhere. And also, this whole keeping it private thing is my first time doing. And is that a red flag? Sorry, that was typed a little weird. This is my first time being private, basically. Is that a red flag? Part of me feels like things have been going so good because it's been private. I've never talked to or seen anyone and it not be for people to know. Okay, I... You might still be on some drugs from your car accident there because I can't figure out your last few sentences. But whatever. Give me a cold, hard opinion. My feels will not be hurt, so be as blunt as you want. Thank you for the permission to do that because sometimes I don't ask for permission and then I hurt people's feelings and you've just made me realize that I should probably start getting permission from people to be blunt. All right. Now, I don't think that there's too much to be blunt about, though. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, girl, you're an idiot. He doesn't like you. Like, clearly, to some degree, he likes you obviously right because even if he doesn't want like that serious of a public relationship right now clearly he has feelings for you because nobody would be taking care of you taking off a whole week from work to clean your house and you know keep after you whatever when when something happens like you have friends who could have done that for you you know so clearly he wanted to be the one to make you feel good and I think that that is a big deal but I wouldn't necessarily get excited over it if he hasn't told you specifically that that this means something more so I think in this case it's all about communication and I would say listen this gives me mixed signals now because we're in this private situationship hookup thing that is supposed to be just that but at the same time we're playing house and you're playing pretend boyfriend and that doesn't feel good because it confuses me it feels good to have you here and I like you and my feelings for you are growing but if they shouldn't be then then that's a pretty shitty thing to really just give me such mixed signals like that so 
what does this mean? Like, is this something that we, you know, are progressing in? Or do you, did you just want to do that for me, even with no intentions of, of evolving this relationship? What are your intentions here? And what do you want? And I'm not going to put expectations on you because you never told me that this means anything more. But I just need to understand what this is all about. And obviously, I don't know your age. I don't know your dynamic. I don't know his age. But sometimes guys really do fuck with you like that. And it would be a shame if he did turn around and be like, no, you know what this is. Like, don't, you know, get all worked up over it. Like, I've told you this is private. I've told you we're just hooking up. Like, that That happens where guys do things or or know how they're making you feel and then turn around and act like you're crazy for getting your hopes up. And it's like, well, I'd say it's pretty normal for me to think that you care about me considering you just took care of me for a week. You know, I don't think that that's all that absurd to come up with the conclusion that you you like me, right? Sometimes guys, when they're young or immature, even if they're older but just emotionally immature or emotionally unavailable, they tend to, you know, gaslight you to a degree. I don't really like to throw around such big words if that's not the right way to use it. But, you know, it's just they tend to make you feel like you are imagining something more even though they told you straight up from the beginning, don't get your hopes up. Well, then don't do things that would get my hopes up and I won't, (laughs) you know, so... I would just communicate it with no expectations. And if he does tell you something along the lines of that, like, no, this isn't going to be anything more. You know what this is. Then you need to set really strong boundaries and be like, okay, well, then this is not going to work for me. You are going to have to tone it down because if you treat me like you're my boyfriend and I'm your girlfriend, then I'm going to feel like you're my boyfriend and I'm your girlfriend. So you should probably treat me like a fuck buddy or a situationship or a friend with benefits if that's all this is period and that's where the boundaries are going to be so I would let it end with that and you know of course I hope that it works out because if it does great you got a boyfriend and clearly he gives a shit about you because he took care of you but if he doesn't then you need to set some firm boundaries and be like okay well then this will never happen again because I can't I can't let you like hurt me like that and that's it that's all we got for today so thank you girls so much for tuning in and listening this week until next time girls 